good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. We continue here with Derek Hashem. Beautiful, beautiful Wednesday morning, actually. Yom Raviva Shabbos. Beautiful morning, beautiful day. Such a beautiful company. Uh, chirping of the birds is in the air. I actually saw a robin last week, that harbinger of spring, but then we had this cold spell. I haven't seen the robins again. But I, I might have heard them. I might have heard them this morning. In any case, beautiful morning with such beautiful yidden and a beautiful opportunity to start a new parak in Der Hashem. Second to last parak of the Sefer, actually. The second to last parak of the entire work. We're on Chelek Dalid. Periches, Simen Aleph. Dalid Ches Aleph. And here is, the, is where the Ramchal is going to go through as he entitles the name of the chapter of Mitzvah Hasmanim on the topic of seasonal mitzvahs. On the topic of the seasonal mitzvahs. And he told us already that regular, there's regular mitzvahs, seasonal mitzvahs, regular mitzvahs are there to recycle the world through the six days of creation on a 24-hour basis. That's tzitzis and tefillin and davening and everything that we do as part of our daily routine. But there's mitzvahs that come up occasionally, seasonal mitzvahs that come with yom and taivim, that are there to bring down specific infusions, specific illuminations, specific aspects of godliness during fixed times of the year. And this parak is going to go through those specifics one by one. And he starts with, where our calendar starts, where the holiday calendar starts, we know that in Judaism there's two ways of beginning of the year. There's two, two uh, months where the year begins. There's Tishrei, where we begin the calendar year, where we begin the year of judgment. Um, but Nisan, the month of Nisan, which is next month, is also another new, new, new beginning. And that's where um, <coughs> our national year begins. The Jews as a nation begins in Nisan. And the, the holiday cycle begins in Nisan. We view Pesach as the first Yom Tiv, not Rosh Hashanah. And, and uh, Yom Kippur and Sukkot, Pesach is viewed as the first Yom Tiv. That's our practice, that's our um, activity. And the national year of the Jews begins in Nisan. And, and thusly, the discussion of the Rachel also begins with Pesach. And we find, in fact, generally Halachas Farm, when they go through the holidays, the festivals, they start with where? Nisan. They start with Pesach and they conclude with Purim. Right? Why don't they start with when, when the new year, new year begins, Rosh Hashanah, right? The 5784 is coming up in a half year. Why don't they start with Rosh Hashanah, go Rosh Hashanah? Kippur, Sukkot. So some more contemporary Sfarim do that. Contemporary Sfarim, the Heintikas. But um, the Sfarim of Antiquity, look in Tur, the Tur Shulchan Aruch begins with Pesach because that's when the festival cycle really begins. And therefore the Ramchal also begins over there. Okay, everybody got that? This just makes it a little easier for me. We're getting ready for Torah anytime. See, we have these um, that are high-tech equipment over here, Arthur. Props. Perhaps high-tech equipment. I selected this aluminum can due to its uh, unique conducting properties. Straight from Israel. Yes. Okay, so here we go. Aleph. The Ramchal begins with Pesach, and the mitzvahs of Pesach are chametz and matzah. So he says like this, What's the idea, the theme, and the, 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 uh, the significance of the mitzvah of eating matzah and refraining from eating chametz? 
what's going on. In other words, what the Ramchal needs to explain to us, what's going on during that time of the year, seasonally, Pesach time. What are the tikkunim that are coming down from Shemayim? What's the radiance and the godliness that comes into the year, into, into the world, into the universe, that time of year, which is harnessed and captured in, in, in the... Okay, Shkaich. In, 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 the, in the mitzvah of Chametz um, and up until Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, up until the great exodus, our existence was that of being mixed up in other nations. We didn't have a, a uh, separate identity. We weren't in Egypt, in Egypt, and up until Egypt, not just in Egypt, up until and including Egypt, the existence of Klai Yisrael was not a, 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 um, a distinct one. We didn't have a distinct existence as a nation, a distinct existence as a Jewish people. We were a guy, a nation, within another nation. When we left Egypt, we were redeemed, and we were separated out into a distinct nation with a distinct identity. Something very interesting is going on over here. Because when we read the Ramchal quickly, we say, oh, what's the, what does the Ramchal mean to say? He means to say that in Egypt, as everyone knows, in Egypt we were so assimilated, we had sunk to such depths of immorality and moral corruption that we were no longer distinguishable and recognizable as Jews. Everybody knows that. We we're down to the 49th level of impurity. Memtashari Tumah. And that's what Egypt did to us. Now, Yaakov of Inu and his sons was he on the 49th level of Tomo? Yaakov of Inu, and Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Canaan, Avram and Yitzchak, were they assimilated in Egypt? Rabbi say, It's not a trick question, unless the trick is to see if anyone is listening. Were they on the 49th level of Tomo? No, certainly not. They were not assimilated with the Egyptians. Um, and everybody knows that over the 210 years that we were in Egypt, we had sunk to such a low level that we had become totally assimilated within the Egyptian culture. We are on the 49th level of Tomo. We are a goy beker of goy. Ah, and comes the Exodus, Hashem plucks us out. As the Ramachal saying, we redeemed, and we were separated into a distinct nation. So when we read the Ramachal quickly, we, 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 we hear him saying, in Egypt, in Egypt, we were absorbed in another nation. We had become part of another nation. Come, ZTS Mitzrayim, we were now released. Now we become our own nation. But when we read it that way, we hear and we process, we think the way everyone thinks, which is, yeah, like Egypt was this 210-year departure from who we were supposed to be, a 210-year um, descent, descent, into the Egyptian culture, and it was 210 years of, us, of assimilation that we were redeemed from. Before Egypt, we were fine, and after Egypt, we were fine. Before Egypt, we had Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and the Shvatim, the 12 tribes. After Egypt, we have Yitzhak, and It's just this 210 years in Egypt, that's when we had problems. If you look carefully at the Ramchal, he doesn't say that. He actually says the opposite. He says the very opposite. Look again. Hine, and I stressed it when we read it, when I read the opening sentences, but now we'll see why I stressed that. Ad Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim, up until Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim, first of all, he says up until Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim. He doesn't say from the Yerida until the Yitzhiyah. He doesn't say from the entry until the exit during those 210 years. He doesn't say that at all. A, so it sounds like from Avram 
until Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, we were tzimished. We were, did not have a distinct identity. From Avram Avinu, Rabbi Isai, isn't that crazy? Avram Avinu, we, we, were, we were not distinct. And look what he goes on to say, Mu'uravim, we were tzimished, we were mixed up. Bishar ha'umais. And the other, nations, plural, other nations. How many nations were there in Egypt? Besides us. There is no besides us right now. There was one. How many, how many Egyptian empires lived, lived in Egypt? One, the Egyptians. Um, is it, you know, the Nigerians were in Nigeria, the Ethiopians were in Ethiopia, the Indians were in, Amer- in America, right? But the, the, every nation had its distinct population there. The Egyptians were Egyptian. That's who was living, living in Egypt. So Ramchal says, we were Tzimish, we were mixed up in other nations, in plural. Why the plural? Terence says, because he's not limiting this to the 210 years that we are in Egypt. He means to say, from Avram Avinu, all the way down to Yitzhak uh, that's, that's, that's 400 plus years, right? Close to 500 years, we were mixed up in other nations. Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, the Shvatim, including Mitzrayim, and only by Yitzhak Nigalu v'Nivdalu, we were redeemed and separated. Now, what's that supposed to mean? Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov were mixed up in other nations. Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov were assimilated. They had sunk to the 49th level of Tum. Of course not. We don't need proofs to that. How do you find out it was on the 49th level of Tum? The Gemara says that. Our sages tell us that. Where is it? How they come to this? Oh. Oh, no, because the, the, why it's 49? Because the, the 50th, if you make it all the way down yeah, to the 50th, you you'd, just, you'd, you'd be on the hook. Yeah, but uh, it could be like, say, 39 and the 40th, it was the last level. Why even 49? Who d- so, so we derive that from Sukkim. It's alluded to, it's a good question. It's alluded to in different Sukkim. It says, the Pasuk says that when they left, they could not delay. They couldn't linger. Right? So the sages understand from there that we, when he, it was time to go, we had to run out. We couldn't stay even another second because we were at the very last understand. level. So that's where why the, it's not 39, but 49. But why is that the significant number? Yes, it's this 49. Ah, I thought you were asking. I know, no. If you're going to be late, we're done. Right, I, I, right. I know. But why it's not 49? Who... who yeah, very, that's a very good question. Now I understand your question. Um, so the short answer is that we say, the systems of Tumah always parallel Tahara. The system of falling away from Hashem okay. has to parallel the system of coming close to Hashem. And coming close to Hashem, there's also 49 levels plus the 50th. There's always a cycle of 7 times 7. And the 50th is the, is the ultimate level. We, we know, we, we had this in Derech Hashem already, there's like seven basic attributes of Hashem, right? Yeah. And each of those has to be combined with the other seven. So that's why by Sphere Sa'imer, it's 49 days in the 50th day of Shavuos. Because when we climb from Mitzrayim to get up to Hashem, we have to do this Chesed seven times, and we have to do Gevuro seven times, the meat of Yitzchak, the meat of Yaakov, in, in seven, seven different combinations. And when we go... That way we climb through that ladder. The ladder has 49 rungs. In the 50th we get to Hashem. So in, in going away from Hashem, it's the same thing in the opposite. There's seven times seven ways of, of, of falling. What level now? 26 and a half. 
26. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is this your opinion? No, no, no. Oh, excuse me. It's a long way to go. Yeah, we're, we're okay. We're okay. You know, like they have that doomsday clock. How many minutes is it to, to midnight? Nuclear Armageddon, you know? So it's like 11 and 59 and like 48 seconds. I think they keep adjusting it. Putin's definitely escalating it. The Wuhan, Wuhan virus. Okay, anyway, anyway, let's go. Let's go on. Let's, these things are trivial. These things are unimportant. This is what's important. Let's go on. Let's go on. Um, okay, so so a, a, a mystery is is uh, unfolding over here, Rabbi Yisai. It's clear from the Ramchal, from a careful reading of the Ramchal, that what happened when we left Egypt about us being um, separated and and redeemed um, was not an innovation. Um, looking backwards at the last 210 years, but it was an innovation in, in, in a new thing that had never happened, was unprecedented in the history of Israel. Up until Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, up until the Gula, we had been a Goy of Goy. Not just when we were in Egypt. Not just when we were in Egypt, we were considered to be blended in with the other nations, indistinct. Even in the times of Avram, and Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and the 12 Shvatim, we were blended in with the other nations, and we did not have a distinct identity. Everybody see how we see that clearly in the Ramchal? We have two proofs, two proofs from the Ramchal's how he phrases it. So that's very eye-opening. It means we have to figure out what exactly happened by Yitzhak Mitzrayim that is redeeming us and separating us in such a way that never happened before that. And what was it that was going on? The times of Avram and Yaakov, like, these are the Avaz the, the, the our forefathers, right? The holy forefathers, the three forefathers, the holy three forefathers. They, what was going on with them? That 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 uh, that um, uh, does you know makes us say that even in their time, in their day and age, we were muurav and bashar umais. We were mixed up, submished, blended in with the other nations. Like what, what's going on? My haide as we would say. So the game is afoot. The game is afoot. Let us continue over here. Now that we see where the Ramchal is heading, we often, you know, we, we make these breakthroughs and we're able to assemble the information properly when we see what's afoot. So, vihine, ad oisai hazman haya kol bechinos gufois bnei adam choshuch bechoshuch vezuama shayim esgaber aleim. Up until Yitzias Mitzrayim, up until the Exodus, up until the point in time that the Jews left Egypt. The collective existence of humanity, of mankind, was that what? Our physical bodies, our physical nature was such that it was by nature dark and dim and polluted and contaminated. The physical components of humanity, anyone that was alive, Jew or Gentile, B'nai Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, B'nai Noyach, B'nai Yisrael, Ben Adam, whoever you were, whoever your Zayda was, you had a body, a physical existence that was dark and dim, polluted and contaminated, and therefore, therefore, at the mercy and subject to the powers of darkness and dimness and pollution and contamination. Everybody had such an existence, everybody, up until Yitzhak Mitzrayim, without exception. Yisrael is redeemed, separated, he says again that Lushen, 
nivdalu, we were separated, and we became a distinct nation in that which we have a distinct identity, in that which we have a distinct type of physical existence, which no one else in humanity has. A physical existence, which is now receptive, receptive to purity, receptive to Torah, and receptive to servitude of God, a body which is receptive to that. So now let's stop and, 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 and take a deep breath and put some things together over here. Here's where the clues begin to appear. Again, we, when we, after we have the setup, the setup of, um, excuse me, the setup of the Ramchal telling us that whatever shift happened by Yitzhak was a shift even going back to the existence of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. What was that shift? They were certainly, the Avos HaKadoshim were not on the 49th level of Tomo. What was the difference in their existence and our existence? Like, we have something over Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov? Yes, we do. And says the Ramchal, that difference is what kind of body you have, what kind of physical existence you have. And humanity... Humanity up until Yitzhak Mitzrayim, including humanity at the time of Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, and including Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov themselves, and the Shvatim, and everyone that was in, er- in Eretz Canaan, and Yaakov Avinu, and Shem, and Aver, and all the illustrious tzaddik and luminaries, they all had a physical existence which was dulled and dimmed, polluted and contaminated, a physical existence that was not receptive to godliness, was not receptive to purity, was not receptive to lichtikai, to illumination. And the only area of the collective existence of humanity that could be illuminated was the soul, was the, the spiritual component. So there's very deep things going on over here. Let's just process the ideas clearly. Avada, even before Yitzhak Mitzrayim, humanity had hope. Humanity had a shot at achieving its destiny of of absorbing and connecting with godliness. But that had to be done primarily with the spiritual component, with the nefesh, with the soul, with the neshama. The physical did not really have that connection. The physical con- components had to be, we had this earlier in the Sefer, but this is where we find it primarily. The physical component had to be dragged along kicking and screaming like like taking your kids out of the ice cream store when it's time to go home taking your kids out of the toy store when when you say no Shafalo we're not buying any toys today like when you tell your kids it's time to you know the party's over you have to go home your kids kick and they scream they put up a fuss and a ruckus right and make a tantrum and make a tantrum everybody knows the, the A.B. Rottenberg song Right? Put up a, a festa tantrum. Never take your kids to a store. Right? We know what you're going to hear. Um, don't sing the song. But we know the song. That is a very, very good muscle to the existence of humanity before Yitzhak Mitzrayim. I drag my kid out of the toy store because I, I drag him out of the candy store. I drag him out of his bed to go to shul. Got to drag him out of bed. He's kicking and screaming and fighting with me to stay in bed. His body wants to be in bed. His soul definitely wants to be in shul as much as he denies it. As much as he's not in touch with it. His body wants to be in the toy store. But his neshama wants to come back home and, you know, do whatever we're doing at home. His body's not on board. 
I have to drag his body along, and sometimes he has to drag his body. Good. That happens sometimes. So that's, that's, like, that's, that's, a, that's a, a two-year-old. Two-year-old who doesn't yet have that Yetzer Toif. This was the existence of every adult in existence across the board of humanity before we left Egypt, including Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, and the Shvatim. If you wanted to bond with God, you had to bond only with the soul. The soul is the only thing that could bond with God. It wouldn't infuse my body. It wouldn't permeate my physicality. And my physicality had to be, I had to drag my body wherever my soul wanted to go. I had to drag it along. I had to drag it along. So the Avas pulled it off. Avram, Yaakov, they pulled it off. The Shvatim pulled it off. Um, humanity didn't. Humanity went along with the body. And in Mitzrayim, they also sunk down with the body. They allowed the body to sink them down into the mud of the 49th level of Toma. This is the existence that mankind has before Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, including Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, and the Shvatim. Comes Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, we're not just Negalu, Ramachal keeps saying, Nivdalu. We become distinct from the other nations. What does it mean distinct? Distinct in that Hooray, you know, we plant an Israeli flag, and we're distinct. We have our own country, we have our own language, we have our own word for tractor, which is tractor, right? Yeah. So, spend time on a kibbutz. Tractor, right? We have our own word for tractor, too, tractor. I once heard, oh, that's not my line, but I wish it was, from, it's not even a line, it's just pointing at, you know, one of these funny things with these Hebrew language, Ivers, with Ivers. Um, 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 Rev. Orlovsky. Well, Rev. Orlovsky. See, he was once going through Ivers and he said, like modern Hebrew is a funny language. Um, uh, so a lot of, you know, a lot of words had to be invented in Hebrew that you can't find in, in biblical Hebrew. So they had to, like, come up with a lot of words to make Ivers work, modern Hebrew. Some of them, like Ben Yehuda, came up with like funny conjugations. A lot of those were rejected. Like nobody uses his word for telephone or television. He had words for that. Pajamas. Pajamas in Hebrew is pajama. Telephone is telephone. Ben Yehuda had his own words for these things. But um, there's other words I think that he didn't invent. And they have, they, they use, uh, um, like Israeli mechanics. If you have a car, it needs a repair. Again, them, I'm just quoting them verbatim from Ravalovsky. He said this once. So um, there's a problem with the rear axle. How they refer to a real rear axle in, uh, in in Israel? A rear axle they call rear axle, rear axle. What I have, a, I can't really say this really racial so well. Rear axle. How they refer to a front axle? Rear axle kidmi, <laughs> which means the front rear axle. <laughs> kidmi means front. So the rear axle kidmi is the, is the front axle. Anyway, um, so so but taking a step back, what does it mean to be a distinct nation? A distinct nation doesn't mean our own flag, our own language, our own words for things. Um, all the nations have that. All the Goyim have their own country and their own flag and their own their own currency. Where Nivdal is separated from the nations in a way that the nations are not separated from each other. All the seven nations are like one lump, one mush. We're separated from that whole mush. And that we have a different body. We have a different physical existence. This is what happened. The innovation, the design was not just a departure and not just a new nation. Excuse me. It's a different nation, different fundamentally, qualitatively than every other nation. Our physical has been purified. We are now people that the body is receptive to holiness. The body is receptive to following God. 
the body wants to be on board. The body doesn't have to be dragged into the base medicine anymore. If I, you know, train myself, then the body is also ready to base medicine. My body loves to do mitzvahs. My body loves to learn. My body gets into it. Kol atzmoisai toimarno. Hashem. Kol atzmoisai toimarno. All my atzamas. The alabena minor. They all get into it. And a yid can say, I can't say this. Let's see. So some very powerful things are happening here. Let's go on. So that's the koyach. That's what's happening Pesach time. That's why we don't eat chametz and why we do eat matzah for seven days out of the year. And in Chutzlar it's eight. Um, um, let's see. What, what, what's the pshat? Um, this year, nine. This year is going to be nine days. Vahainu. Um, Vahainu. It's going to be nine? No. No, maybe not. The first day. No, three no, 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 no. This year's not nine. The, if the Pesach falls out, um, if the first day falls out on a... Th- on a Thursday. Oh, maybe it doesn't work ever. We'll make the Chesh minus later. I don't think Pesach can ever be nine days of nineteen Matzah. Of nineteen Chameetz. It doesn't work out. Because Pesach can't start on a Friday. Okay, let's go on. Um, whatever we eat, whatever we're supposed to be eating, is really um, tailored to to uh, our uh, how we're supposed to function. What Hashem has prepared for us to eat. Is 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 uh, designed to work and to keep us alive and sustained, based on what we're supposed to look like, our functioning. Okay, that's technical. Let's just unlock the. Well, he's basically saying, he's not saying you are what you eat, but he's saying you eat what you are. That's what the Rambam is saying. Okay, you eat what you are. A, a reverse take on that. You know, famously, you are what you eat. He's not saying that. He's saying you eat what you are. Whatever I am. So I have to find the food that works with who I am, right? So the food that's designed for me to eat, carbs and proteins and coffee, coffee and Dr. Dr. Pepper, Pepper, that's right, um, that is matim to who I am, the food that's prepared for me. I, you eat what you are. Um, and normally during the year, part of what we eat is chametz. Are we allowed to eat chametz during the year? Sure. Chametz during the year, and we eat chametz during the year because we're eating what we are. In a chimutz shu davar tivi balechem, l'shiyek kal ha'ikol v'tuvatam. What does chametz contribute to bread? Makes it easy to digest. My system absorbs it very easily, and it, it tastes very gishmak. You know, there's nothing like freshly baked challah. Tastes amazing. Tastes much better than matzo. Matzah's like eating a piece of cardboard, right? Chametz, when it, something ferments and rises, it makes it taste delicious. It makes it easy to process. That goes together with who I am. During the year, I'm eating what I am. Chametz is always representative of the Yetzir Hara, we know. Yetzir Hara is gishmak, makes things so tempting, so appetizing. The evil inclination makes Averis so tempting and also makes Averis uh, very um, 
very appealing uh, to me in that, like, this is who I am. Like, that, that's the idea of it being digested by the body, processed by the body, absorbed by the body. Like, hey, this is who you are. During the year, we have an inclination towards Averis, an inclination to the evil inclination, and that goes to, hand in hand with Eden Khamets, because during the year, yeah, we have to battle the Yetzirah, we have to fight with the Yetzirah. That's who we are. And our food is as such as well. We, we eat the Yetzirah, so to speak, during the year because that's who we are. We're people that have to battle and fight the Yetzirah. Clar, the, the concept is clear. However, during a very specific and fixed time of the year, extremely cal- precisely calculated, Klai Yisrael needs to avoid Chametz and eat only Matzah. That's for the seven slash eight days of Pesach. <coughs> to diminish the pull of the Yitzhahara, to diminish and reduce the natural inclination of doing Averis. Meaning, to and to reinforce the existence that, that we got when we left Egypt, which is a pure arena existence, a pure existence, an existence where we have a physicality that doesn't want to do bad, a physicality that enjoys doing the right thing, a physicality that's running to do the right thing, a physicality that that, 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 that doesn't resonate on the same wavelength as the Yetzirah, as Chametz. That was the body that we got by Pesach, and we reinforced that component of our body once a year by avoiding Chametz. We only eat Matzah. Matzah, we eat on Pesach because, again, what are we saying there, Rabbi Yisrael, right now? You are what you eat? No, you eat what you are. For seven days, we are people that have that renewed physical existence that's not interested in, 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 in the Yetzirah. So our food can't be chametz food. Our food has to be matzadik. Amazing idea. <coughs> so we say, so let's eat matzah all year round. All year round, let's have that body that's purified, that's that's not contaminated, that doesn't enjoy the Yetzirah. Let's do it all year round. No, we can't do that. That's not the point of being in this world. The point of being in this world is taka, to battle the Yetzirah, to, to be tempted by the Yetzirah, to try to overcome. That's who we are the rest of the year. So we are people that are tempted by the Yetzirah during the rest of the year. And that's who we're supposed to be. So we can't have matzah all year round because our job is to do battle with the Yetzirah all year round and to eat the food of the Yetzirah because that's who we are during the rest of the year. But the specific fixed time of the year that we cycle once again through that purification, the elevation, the hishtanus, the havdalah, the, the uh, being made distinct from all the other nations, that's the appropriate time once a year, once again, to renew this ability that we have, to be pure, to have existences that enjoy spirituality. That's what allows us to reach that level over the course of the year, to fight the Yitzhar, to overcome the Yitzhar, is the fact that we have that renewed within us, that existence, that ultimate existence, the ideal existence. That's really what Pesach is all about. This is what Pesach is all about. Renewing that uh, existence that made us distinct from all the other nations, distinct in a way that even Avram was not distinct, and giving us the ability that the body's on board of the mitzvahs, the body loves Ruchnis, and renewing that so that over the course of the year, when we do indeed battle the Yitzhar, I have something to strive for, something to shoot for, an ideal. All the other mitzvahs that we do the night of Pesach, he's referring to the carbon Pesach, He's referring to maror. He's referring to the four cups of wine. He's referring to throwing macaroons at your kids to wake them up. All the mitzvahs that we do that night, 
kulam and yonam prate makbilam leprate hagulahi. They all are are are, are um, related to this. They're all parallel to this. They're all uh, details within this. But that is the bottom line idea. And with that, we wrap up paragraph. Aleph, seven Aleph. That's Chametzamatz Misha Shem tomorrow. Thursday, we'll move on to the next discussion. And that is Mitzvah, and this is of Sukkah, time the Sukkah and the Lulav. Thank you all for joining, and have a wonderful today.